Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As oh always, my God, Sam's I staring at me. I have to look the other way. He's staring right at me. It's like Sam's back. You're back. I mean, old shenanigans. I was staring it's at him. Tell him to be quiet. Yeah, that was awkward. I made eye contact with him. What? These Friday afternoon shows. You just you're not he was staring not, right at me. I was telling him to be quiet so he wouldn't interrupt you, and now he's getting awkward. Well, I no, I gotta look down. All right, go ahead, Drew. I'm covering my eyes. Are you gonna start? Well, we are. I had already started. I had already started. Sorry about Sam. Go ahead. Well, we are back. Another Friday afternoon taping. You'll probably all catch this Friday evening, but we'll have a massive show ready for you when it gets out. Like I said, I am Drew. You've already heard from Sam and Scott. Thank you for tuning into this week's Apples to Apples. I am in some satellite studios, still in the Big Apple, but not in our normal, my normal Macintosh studios. Sam is back in the Honeycrisp studios. Sam, welcome home. I guess I shouldn't say welcome home because I'm not home, but I guess welcome home. Yeah, and you don't live here, so you can't really welcome yeah, home. Yeah, really mean welcome back. I mean, it's his home, I guess. That's kind of why I was yeah. saying welcome home. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <clears throat> Zero. Well, it's good to be back. I closed up the Granny Smith Studios for the summer. I'll be back in late September, but excited to be back in the hot Honeycrisp Studios. Late September? Is it? Is anybody there? Like, what if something goes wrong with the house? Like, what if it starts on fire or something? Uh, hopefully no one in Santa Clara is listening right now, but no one's there for the week. But people <laughs> will be back next Monday. Ah, okay. Why did you say right, late September? I start school and you're not going so, back early. Well, we have the wedding, the 17th of what? Of September. Awkward. Do you remember? Yeah, I think you're invited, Dad. The 20. They should first. Okay, I'm no. I if you're gonna have a wedding in September and you're gonna have it on the 17th, you might as well do it on the 20. Uh, you might as well wait four days and do it on the 21st of well, September. That's, that's a Tuesday, Tuesday, I think. Doesn't matter. Yeah. There's a song written. It totally about. matters. Yeah, that's great, but you can't have a wedding on a Tuesday. I if promise you. You do when there's a song when there's a song written about it by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I promise you, if the wedding was on a Tuesday, you'd complain. I don't really enjoy weddings, period. So the, the right, day of the which, week. Is... If it then was also on a Tuesday, it'd be a disaster for you. I am busy every day till mid-August, and then I have nothing to do. So a Tuesday would be fine. You would have complained. You would have found something to complain about. Okay. And other people have lives. I know you're not busy, but other people are busy. Tuesday well, doesn't really the, work. Let me ask you a question. What's the difference if it's a Friday afternoon or a Tuesday? Because it's it's the next day. Oh. And I know you don't you don't partake in in, no. in those activities, but I you know people aren't in great shape the day after weddings. At least it's a Saturday the next day. Correct. Okay. I know so, it's not something you relate to personally, but you know. A lot of people do. Just an awkward tan line, right, Sam? I'm gonna work on it this weekend. Can I? Can it, I? Can we get? Can I? People yeah. can't see that. Oh, so I thought we were. I thought we were on Skype or Zoom or whatever. We can I say Zoom on Skype? Is that like? I think I think so. I don't think they have like a cease and desist against each other. No, I think you're fine. Okay, go ahead. I almost called you guys on Zoom on accident. I got very confused. I have uh, Zoom. But they, or I Microsoft Teams. Good. What? I don't. I don't use Teams. We're a Slack. We're a Slack company. I don't know well, about Zoom. Google Meets or what are they? Hangouts, whatever they're called in these days. I don't know. I think Hangout. I know. I, know well, Zoom. I think Hangouts like FaceTime and Meets a video call. Is I don't know. Hangouts is more of a chat functionality and interesting. And Meets is the formal one. Okay, that makes sense. Not really. Well, That's, can I tell you anyways, guys? A- Oh no, you didn't start. Remind me to tell oh, you about God. the St. Paul Pioneer. Remind me to tell you about the St. Paul Pioneer Press reporter that the incident I had with him on Wednesday, please. Honestly, you're already, you've already started. Go ahead. So, um, I, I, Coach Ingy's not the tallest man in the world, but he is taller than me, correct? So a reporter comes yeah, up. He's above average. Yeah, but he's not yeah. a giant. You know, compared he's not to me, six, he's six, certainly no. taller than me. So a reporter. We're walking up after the first game, and we're going to go to the bus, and 
go eat somewhere, and a, a Pioneer Press reporter comes running over to me. He goes, Coach, Coach, Coach. He goes, uh, I, I, can I get an interview? And I'm like, I, I guess. And he goes, man, they told me to look for a tall guy. And I'm like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, no, I no offense, but I, you're not that tall. They told me to look for a tall guy. I said, well, I'm the short, fat guy. The taller guy is over, way over there by the bus if you want to catch him. That's what the guy said to me. That's a good way to start an interview if he actually was going to interview me, which well, I, I, I declined at that point when he told well, me. I, yeah, I was going to say, he clearly didn't want to interview you. Dear God, well, no, he was... He was a he was looking for a tall he was gonna do interview me when he thought but then he goes yeah I was looking for a tall guy okay yeah, that's, that's a tall great job reporter for whatever how tall was he shorter than me that which is ironic very and I don't think I didn't say something man I'm like well you're not you were exactly, probably tall to him then yeah I go I go in all due respect you're not exactly Andre the Giant and he did find that funny I said no the tall guy's over there if you want to catch him. He probably would have declined the interview as well then after. <laughs> it was weird. And then he was already being interviewed, so he just goes and shoves his mic in his face, and Ingi's like, "Who, who are you?" But where anyway. did you come from? Yeah, it was just weird. Not as weird as the. And then I'll let we'll get on. Before the first game against Grand Rapids, a uh, guy comes over and he goes, uh, "Coach, can I get an interview with the head coach? I'm from the Grand Rapids KD whatever radio." And I said, I'm his agent. I'll uh, see what I can do. <laughs> so I call it. So Ingi comes walking over. I go, hey, Ingi, um, this guy's from whatever radio station in Grand Rapids. He'd like to just um, get a couple words from you. And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, he's my agent. It's no problem. <laughs> the guy goes, yeah, that's what he said. So all of a sudden I'm standing there listening. <laughs> it was just so weird. And so Ingi thought, yeah, he's going to ask me a couple of things. And he goes, he goes, oh, thanks for doing this, coach. And the guy goes, five, four, three, two, one. He goes, we are live on the pregame. It was a whole pregame show. Oh, <laughs> my God. Interview- I know. It was really <laughs> weird. Anyways, continue. That's so good. I know. It was pretty funny. Um, that is actually pretty fun. That's actually a funny. Sometimes you say you have a funny story. They're not that funny. That one was actually kind of funny. Of they're usually um, people's sense. Yeah, that was pretty funny. They yeah. look on Ingi's face. He thought he was going to say a couple things. Now he's live on a pregame yeah, now show. He's on, yeah, he now he's Rapids. on the air. Yeah, the entire yeah. town is probably the ones that weren't there were probably listening. Well, anyways, that's that's a preview of what a little bit more of what we got coming on this week's Apples to Apples. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. You found us one way or another, but always, as always, I want to tell you how to tell your friends to find us and what you're going to tell them to do, or family, I guess, them too, or tall coaches, them too. Yeah, uh, you're going to have to anchor anchor.fm slash apples-2-apples. From there, you got links to all of your favorite streaming and podcast services. We have Spotify, we have Apple Podcasts, we have Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can go from there, or you can search us directly on any of those apps and sites. Once you're there, here's what you're going to do. Make sure you follow, you like, you subscribe, you favorite, you do whatever you do on each of those. And that every week when we have a show, whether it's Friday afternoon, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whenever we feel like it, we come straight to your device, ready to listen. You can also catch us on the Pod MN app. That's a, a mobile-only app. It is us and tons of other Minnesota-based content, news, food, lifestyle. There's probably movies and TVs in there as well. Sports. When you, when you say lifestyle, us, what, ex- what we, do you mean? What do you mean by lifestyle? I don't know. Just like stuff to do. I don't know. That's a, that's a theme of podcasts. Is life a lifestyle podcast? Oh, that's a thing. Okay. I thought you were about something else. No, no, no can't make that joke this month um that's why i was bringing it up yeah no i figured but anyways that's the pod mn app and last but certainly in fact not sam least, has yeah. his rainbow pin on right now i just got a shirt yesterday i almost wore it today but it felt weird to wear it the next day it felt a little it's like when you like go shopping for like yeah, but back to school clothes the day before school and then you lay them out to wear the next day it felt kind of weird to do that but the shirt is appropriate this month so it why well, there's 12 more too days long. Well, it's a different holiday tomorrow. It'd be disrespectful. So what do you do in the middle of a one celebration? Do you just pause it? Well, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's it's a new holiday. We're just like, it's it's two days old, so I guess we don't know the rules. Yeah, well, I think that's the problem is this, you can't change the day of tomorrow, but you also like, we already kind of committed this month to what it's committed to. So I'm not sure we can really go back on either of them at this point. Double celebration. Yeah. It's just a big day for some people tomorrow, really, at the end of the day. It's just a massive day. Yes. Where was I going with this? That's the Pod MN app. Um, I'm um, yeah, I'm confused. That's the Pod MN app. And last but certainly not least, that's where I was going with this. 
Christmas, you can catch us as part of the WFNU Frogtown Community Radio 94.1 FM LP family. I said it was in a weird order, but I think you get the point. We are live every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Central. We are also live Saturday heading into Sunday, 1 a.m. Central, Sunday morning, technically. For the bar Uh, rush. Yeah, for the bar rush. I mean, we are the beginning, the appetizer, the kickoff, whatever you want to call it, of the Saturday Sports Spectacular. And we're on at 7 a.m., followed by the hottest show on the planet, Connor's Corner. That comes to you at 8 a.m. Central. Uh, from the new studios, Dad, tell us about them. The show. Uh, studios, well, last week we did not have a show. There was uh, some staff members that were not able to attend, but we were. We will be back Monday, 10 a.m. in the brand new studios. Uh, like I said, that we went from the basement to the penthouse. Great views, brand new. Um, very tight security, by the way multiple security uh, badges and you got to pay the, there's a code to get in the parking lot which actually i don't remember now so i'm gonna have to get that again but uh it's awkward yeah i just thought of that as we said that otherwise it would have been sitting there so yeah so we'll uh we'll be back live monday uh better than ever cool how was the first show from these studios oh uh, it was good uh, i i have if i had a complaint they had stools similar to what we're sitting on now, and uh, my tuchus mm-hmm. is not made for something of that nature. Did you, so. did you request? Uh, no, I didn't want to do it the first day in there, but uh, second day I will. Got it. It does feel like you have the you have the power there to do so. Oh yeah. That. Or just or just make Connor ask for you. He's Connor's sort of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain to me? Um, there's literally nothing to talk about, but why would Kembo – help me with the Boston trade. They just got rid of – I mean, they got – I can't. Of, I, I actually can't. I don't, I don't really even don't understand how the NBA can allow that. They got rid of their – I know I, I think I think they're all just kind of irrelevant at this point, but, yeah, it seems incredibly one-sided. They got rid of their best player. Well, they did it to get rid of Walker's contract, the but they got an arguably just as bad contract I don't back. Get it. And then, yeah, it's just a ridiculous trade, but whatever. Not that I'm mean, Oklahoma City has like 30 picks in this draft and in the oh next God, two years. So hopefully they use them right. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's and it, they just fired. Uh, what's his face? I can't. Why am I can't I think of his name? Boston just fired. The, the, what? Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, yeah, I was drawing a total blank. So this is this was Brad Steven Brad Stevens is standing in as the the Pobo. Yeah, he's, he's off to a, he's off to a rough start. Well, yeah, it so. tells you what he thought of Kemba Walker. I understand. Traded him. But yeah, you give him another, you give him a first round pick just to take him. Yeah, no, I That's don't a, get why they. Yeah. Um, speaking of basketball and your Philly correspondence, uh, one yeah, we we warned him that yesterday. By the what? way, I I talked to him yesterday. He literally told me to my face he was going to skip this week's episode because he was nervous about what you yeah. would have to say i told them one or two weeks ago they should be worried about atlanta and oh why because they have a, the coach that the timberwolves should have but continue sam go ahead well ironic Embiid, so. 11 for 11 from free throws and then when he needs to make one down the clutch down three misses both speaking of clutch, no clutching shouldn't have been even top two in the mvp voting should have been top three He's not good. As mentioned right here on this very show, they have the single most overrated coach in the history of basketball. Well, the Globetrotters coach might be, but the second most overrated coach, Doc Rivers. He won a championship a long time ago with three of the best players in the league at that time and when no one else was doing what they were doing with the super team. And he continually chokes every single year with really, really, really good teams. And guess what? Congratulations. He's yours now. Philly. Fanatics. Yeah. Everywhere Rivers has gone, he's had at least two superstars, for sure all-stars, and always blows it. I mean, there's no reason Atlanta should be even in six games against Philly. And when the Philly, when your Philly correspondent comes back at us and says, "Well, at least they get there or get close," tell well, him that he doesn't say that. What yeah, a, no, but he that would be that. the argument. Tell him that's the point. 
we don't even get near it, so we don't have to get disappointed anymore. We no, just, I, I, oh. I would say both of my Philly correspondents are are very all or nothing, you know. So they're not going to say like, "Well, you didn't make like that's not that's not their that's really, then, Good, I'm I'm proud of them both. Yeah, all they're very much so like you win it all, you it doesn't matter. I agree. Or it's like, yeah, you didn't make it. Well, we lost, so who you know who cares? No, they're totally. too concerned about their own teams to really care about us. Oh, I wouldn't care. Which is fair. Them. Why we, would you care about us? Well, we don't care. We don't about care us. about us. No. 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 The, the the only thing I will say from like a basketball perspective about Philly and it's an issue. Not that the Timberwolves are ever in big games, but it's an issue the Timberwolves have had. I guess not really anymore with Russell and Edwards, but had with Cat when it was just Cat. It's an issue the Bucks have with Giannis. Um, you just need a guy in the modern NBA, and we've talked about this before, where if you need a basket. At the end of the game, you can give him the ball, get the other four guys out of his way, give him a screen if he wants it, and say, go get us a basket. And you can't really do that with Embiid. As skilled as he is down low, they're going to double him down low, and then what? You leave Simmons on the three-point line, Simmons isn't going to shoot it. Or you let Simmons do that because he can get to the rim. Well, they'll just foul Simmons. And it's the same thing with Giannis. You saw it in that Nets game that KD and Jeff Green, Hoya legend, single-handedly carried them to. It got to a point with Giannis, it was like, you got into a little bit of trouble with him down low, hack him because he's shooting 40% from the free throw line in the playoffs and he can't shoot from outside. So you just sag off him. If he gets close, you think you're beat, you follow him and you learn to live or you go to live another day. Like it's just, you need a guy like Durant, like Harden, like Westbrook, like Devin Booker has been for the Suns and I mean, and Chris Paul to an extent, like Lillard has been for Portland. You know, there's, there's guys I could keep naming them, but you need a guy that you can say, Four guys get out of his way, give him the ball. He will get us two points right now without us having to do anything for him. And and Philly doesn't have that because for Simmons, if it's Simmons, he's going to get fouled and he's going to miss his free throws. So, yeah, dad, dad had to step away, take a call. So it's just us. But you touched on the free throw. I was free wondering throw. why I didn't get interrupted. That makes, yeah. makes sense. No, he's gone for the foreseeable future. I don't know where he went. He had to take some <laughs> call. But the free throw shooting has been so bad. And now it's part of the like the coaching scheme, they're just hacking Simmons, which he's shooting like 27% in the playoffs. I don't even know how it's possible. And Giannis yeah, takes 15 seconds to shoot a free throw. That's one thing about the NBA. Every guy, if you look at the games, when they're shooting free throws, every guy's foot's over the line. It's a lane yeah. violation every shot. And every guy takes over 10 seconds. It's not just Giannis. So, I mean, they, the refereeing is just terrible. There's no accountability at all across the league. We see that with travels, double dribbles, carrying. Every point guard carries the ball every time he goes up the court. But the free throws especially, it's not just this playoffs. If you look at them, the foot's over the line, lane violation every time. I mean, James Harden's walking in the lane to yell at the ref as he's shooting. Like in the, I noticed in the, uh, in the last Suns game, um, and I don't really care who wins that series, honestly, um, but... I can't, whoever, there's a technical foul called, and I don't know who was shooting the technical, but it wasn't, it wasn't the Suns. The Suns got called for the technical. And the guy's up there about to shoot the technical free throw, and Devin Booker walks up, like he's outside the three-point line, but he walks even with the free throw line, which I guess you're technically allowed to do, but I don't think you're really supposed to. Kind of like leans forward, so now he's like leaning over, hypothetically, that imaginary line, and is like waving his hands. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, and of course the guy misses the free throw and I'm not like a big rule stickler. I'm not a Chris Paul, tuck your shirt in kind of guy, but I was like, how, how do you call all these ticky tack things, all this random crap. And then you let him just do that. Like blatantly out in the open with no one around him, like completely break a rule. Like it, it, it's just bizarre to me. I, I do not understand it, but you're right. The free throw shooting makes no sense. And Giannis at this point is like totally in his own head because he was a good free, a decent free throw shooter during the regular season. He's completely in his own head. And Simmons, it is beyond me. The three-point shooting is one thing. It is beyond me how he's gotten to this point in his career, this level of play, the number one overall pick, unable to shoot free throws. I'm back. Don't worry. I had business to attend to. My last Philly thing, and then let's talk about the other series going on, because as entertaining as the Philly one is for its own reason, the other ones are equally as entertaining. The, the thing about needing a guy to score down the stretch, I think the sad thing is, 
and, and you know, this is going to be, I hope our Philly correspondents do take the week off, but I think that guy was supposed to be faults. And I mean, we all know what happened with him and you do wonder if he had just panned out and not literally physically not been able to shoot anymore. Like what different position is this team in? But there was one point where at the end of the game, they had to literally take Ben Simmons out of the game on the final possession because they couldn't have him shooting free throws. And like, if you have to do that with hypothetically your number one or your number two player, your franchise cornerstone, like that's a problem. And that's like, oh, that's a real problem. Well, and that's the thing. Like Seth Curry is now their guy almost scored 40 points. Simmons couldn't even get in double figures. Like they should still win the series. They lost by three with Simmons scoring eight points. And then only two guys in double figures. Like they should still only come back and win the series. In the second half. Did you see that? Or I mean, only two guys made a shot in the second half. Yeah, so... And beat and Seth Curry hit a field goal in the second half. Exactly. Like, I don't think Atlanta... Atlanta will probably still lose the series. If they don't, it's probably on Simmons not even being able to make a field goal. Like, all they need to do is make a field goal in the second half, like you said, someone other than Embiid or Curry. I think they got Which beat by, what, 20-plus points in the fourth quarter? Yeah, they're down 24, <laughs> Atlanta was. Which is probably on coaching. <laughs> that they ever got down 24? No, no the, I'm Atlanta saying that winning they, that game. Atlanta winning that game was, yeah, maybe partially coaching, but it, it was an absolute and utter collapse by Philly. It, it had nothing. It was nothing beyond that. No, I meant Rivers shouldn't even let it get. Shouldn't even let Atlanta oh. come back from 24 down. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's true. Let's let's pivot. We we've spent enough on that series. We've beat that horse to death. Um, Let's go to let's go to Brooklyn. Let's go to the BK, the BK Lounge. Let's go to Milwaukee. I, I that that game seven feels like it's something bigger in the scheme of the NBA and the future of the NBA. I don't know why. It's just giving me that kind of vibe. Like if Brooklyn can't win this game, what's the point of those three guys being together? Do they do it again? Do they run it back? If they lose, or if they win, excuse me, where does that mean for Giannis in Milwaukee? What does it mean for Budenholzer in Milwaukee? I mean, they've done everything they've wanted them to, and they keep getting close, and they keep collapsing. Is it like, I just think that puts those four guys, five if you want to include big Budenholzer in there, but I, I mean, he'll probably get fired if they lose. But it just puts those four guys, I feel like, on vastly different trajectories depending on who wins or loses. And that Game 7 fascinates me. Yeah, and the thing is, like, because Harden, I don't know what his deal was. He played terrible in game five, and then, because he's probably hurt, and comes back and actually played pretty good in game six, but never took a shot. He only only yep. took nine shots. And so they Durant's doing everything. In game five. I mean, he should not have been out there for game five. No. Uh, and so Kyrie, he might not even be, he's injured, but he doesn't want to play basketball. He's said that before, basketball is not his number one priority. It's just a hobby of his. And so Harden, proven he's not a winner. Durant's proven he's a winner. <coughs> Jeff Green kind of proven he can win. But at the same time, it's Jeff those three guys together should don't really work well together because one's not a winner and one doesn't want to play. So it's a very interesting three to team up. And then Blake Griffin just is Blake Griffin. And no one really cares about Brooklyn. Everyone likes the Knicks, so it would just be... You don't think that's true, by the way. I do. I do. I'm telling you, the attitude in New York is shifting, partially because the Knicks have been bad for so I, long. Yeah, I can tell you that the that the Knicks winning over the Brooklyn winning would it wouldn't be close if that was ever even possible. But I got it. But I'm telling you, any I'm telling Milwaukee you. has to figure out a way to win. We have to stop these these idiots going all together. We have to stop it, and Milwaukee beating them would be unreal. But to, but here's my point. To Sam's point, Harden's hurt. Kyrie's hurt. Are they just going to blame it on that? Are they, are they hurt? <laughs> I, Harden looked hurt. Kyrie is uh, anybody's guess. When Harden <laughs> tried to play, you could tell everything he threw up was short. You could tell he was hurt. Harden, no matter if he cares or doesn't care, can score. And he couldn't score for the life of him in that game. I, I believe he's hurt. Kyrie, it's anybody's guess. Well, they're not very yeah. likable. I'm back from conducting business, by the way. It's tough being important. Well, the well, thing is, there, I mean. 
I was going to say, Chris Middleton team and Drew Holiday, like they're playing unreal. I think I love Chris Middleton, very good defender. Has shown he can be an offensive player too. But the thing with the Bucks, it's all about Bucks Nets game. It's all about matchups. Giannis should be guarding Durant every time. I don't care. There should be no excuses with that because there should not be PJ Tucker guarding Durant. And two, Jeff Green's guarding Giannis. Giannis should get the ball every time in the post and not do a fadeaway when he gets the ball in the post and just go shoot a layup that, over Jeff Green. Like that's that, the problem with you. Sorry, go ahead. I thought you were uh, done. Go yeah. ahead. No, 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 finish. I thought I you were done. Good I'm just saying like, that should be on the coaches making those matchups. Game seven's all going to be about matchups and all be about smart basketball and not going all one-on-one and just feeding the matchups. I think you are... 100% right about the Giannis thing. Why he is not on either Durant or who, why he is not guarding one of their guys every single time down the court makes no sense. The Jeff Green on Giannis thing is interesting because A, I think Jeff Green is a better defender than we're giving him credit for. But B, Giannis isn't exactly the most skilled basketball player in the world. He's an athletic freak. He's a physical freak. But I mean, you've seen it. Whenever he has to beat a guy one-on-one, whether it's off the dribble or in the post, he doesn't exactly have a lot of moves to go to. So I think that's kind of why he always throws up that fadeaway and always relies on that, because he just doesn't really have a lot to do. And if he does manage to get by Jeff Green or Blake Griffin or who has ever guarding him, they just hack him, and he can't make a free throw because he's totally in his own head about the 10 seconds thing. It's, like I said, it's I, it's not quite Ben Simmons bad from the free throw line, but it, it's, it hurts him because... He's not very good getting to the basket besides just being big and long and strong and fast. He doesn't have really good moves, especially not down in the post. He shoots that fadeaway all the time. And if he does get there, they just hack him, and he shoots 30-whatever percent now. So it, it, it's a miracle, to be honest, I, I think, that this game, this is even going seven games. If I mean, if that Brooklyn's healthy, it's not even a competition. If Harden's healthy, it's probably not even a competition. That Game 5 performance from Durant was... When he gets like that there's just like there's no stopping him and it's one of the most entertaining things in basketball yeah watch. i mean that's a it's unstoppable especially like if durant gets like that if Giannis was truly thinks he's one of the best players in the nba he would go guard him like yeah he doesn't have that mentality and like you said Giannis has no skill like anytime he tries dribbling he gets it stolen uh so that's why i think he just needs to play in the post like he should be. The size is, and when a smaller guy's on him, just don't do a fadeaway. Go to the rack. But there was a uh, a funny meme I saw on Twitter that was Giannis trying to go by like Blake Griffin one on one and just trying to dribble, and it was bad and ugly, and he never went anywhere, and then took a really crappy shot. And the caption of the tweet was like, "Kids in 2050 are gonna post this video, um, and say you let this guy win two MVPs as the excuse for why basketball is better than than now or something like that." And it, I mean, it, it's true. Like, sometimes you watch him and you're like, what is he doing? Like, what is going on with him? Like, he, he just doesn't know what to do sometimes, it feels like. So, um, Kevin, I'm actually playing really good Fiala. Matthew, everyone wanted me to play in the playoffs. Beyonde or whatever his name is. Draft picks. I don't even know who else. For Jack Eichel. Is Jack Eichel really that good? I don't know. Jack yeah, do we have any one. Buffalo correspondents? Uh, I Let's, do know one person from Buffalo, but it's an ex-girlfriend of a friend, so I'm not sure I can really call her. That's Probably the thing about Eichel. Eichel's a lot of talent, but everywhere he goes, he almost makes the team yep. worse. Yep, constant loser. Constant loser. So, and I mean, there's, I, been, there's been locker room questions about him since he was drafted. So. But, yeah, I would like him, but I would that. not give up Boldy. And a first rounder for for Eichel. I think if Boldy. You, if you had, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, especially. I mean, I'm fine giving up Dumba, but the problem is we need Dumba to go to uh, Seattle. So I wouldn't really want to give up Dumba because then we have to give someone else to Seattle. Uh, I wouldn't want to give up Addison. He seems like he can be a top four defenseman and probably will be if Dumba leaves. Um, and Boldy seems. I understand his health is a little questionable, but uh, he seems to be pretty good too. I, I think, I think you're. I give. I would be willing to give up that stuff, especially with Fiala's contract status up in the air, for somebody that's the quality of Eichel, but maybe not Eichel himself. I just think, to Sam's point, 
He's been a loser on every team he's ever been on. He's always had questions about his character. But you can't deny the talent. Do we think we could maybe turn those those character questions around? Maybe. Who knows? Seems like we got a good locker room. But that's what taking a talent like that is going to take, though. It's going to be it's Fiala, one of our top prospects. Pick your favorite. And probably a, a draft pick or two at the very least. But there's no doubt it's what we need is is a top top center and rossi eventually may become that but you know and we got a couple guys beyond him but they're very close to being very very competitive for a cup and if you can get that one guy with the quality of eichel i don't know if it's him specifically but the the talent level like that that might be enough to like actually make it you know make it real yeah there's no question what we need is a top center so uh, I think it was either last week or the week before I told you that my sources said that uh, Daniel Hunter, Daniel, Denise Hunter was in town, living in town. And that was probably a good sign for the Vikings. So we really only signed him for a year to make him happy, right? We basically just accelerated his money, gave him a raise and guaranteed money this year. I mean, he deserved one. He had a great season last year. Yeah, I just think the injury. Yeah, well, I think that was the thing. The injury. He didn't play. Right. I don't think we gave him a raise per se. We just guaranteed more money and moved it up and said, well, basically, we'll give you a little bit more money now so you can play and guarantee you that money so you'll play. And if you come back ready and strong like, you know, you were before the injury, then we'll talk extension. We'll talk raise at the end of the season. I think twenty offensive or defensive linemen seem a bit much for an NFL team. They they signed. They can't all make it. Well, here's what I'll say. I think Zimmer saw Kamara run for six touchdowns on Christmas and was like, "I'm well, never." Is he going to put all? Play. He's going to put four. Uh, I mean, he's got. Well, I don't think tiers. that that Tomlinson guy. Yeah, the Tomlinson guy won't isn't much of a pass rusher. So I, I I think he'll be able. The good thing is they're all big. They're all fat. They're all probably a little bit out of shape. So you got to rotate them in anyways. So you, now you got okay. three top-tier rotational guys. Right. And you can shuffle in through the middle, r- r- focus on the run, focus on the pass rush. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like it. No, yeah, again, I mean, just like last year, we knew that the secondary is strong. I think it's much stronger this year than it was last year. They got a lot of veterans, guys that were young worse. last year. No, it can't, well, it can't be worse because, yeah, exactly. But I think they knew that part of the reason the secondary was so bad is because guys had – 15 minutes in the pocket um so that you know it's it's i don't know i like the moves i don't know how you can i don't think it's you can never have too many defensive linemen because they always get hurt everybody we've ever had on the defensive line gets hurt every team every player in the state of minnesota on a professional team gets hurt that's just what the links have like six uh, women hurt now yeah i think counter's now the sixth highest defensive end or paid which is probably about what he is right now not knowing what it's it's probably yeah I was going to say, if he's healthy, maybe higher, but that's probably yeah. exactly where he belongs. So I love the defense line. I like all the moves. We probably one of the, if not the deepest defense line in the league. And then our cornerbacks went from all rookies to all old guys. Well, all yeah. rookies didn't work out. Maybe all old guys will. I don't know. And the one rookie that did work out, we we kept we held on to. And well, and the other one is uh, possibly going to jail. So. Right. Yeah. Not going to mention him. Oh, I didn't. And also, the other thing I will say is, Pierce is coming. I I think signing Richardson's super smart because Pierce is coming off of a season out. Who knows exactly what physical shape he'll be in? Um, Richardson's not young anymore. He's not old, but he's not young. Um, so you don't know exactly what you're going to get out of those two guys. So I, I think having the extra bodies, you know, at a very affordable price. I remember whenever I was worried we weren't going to be able to make any moves because of Kirk's contract. Look at all the guys we signed. Like, I, I don't know. They find a way around it. It's mad. The cap is is fake. The salary cap doesn't actually exist. Well, yeah, obviously. We're proof. New Orleans is proof. Um, L.A. a couple years ago was proof. I don't, they might have still been in St. Louis at the time. I don't even know. But um, teams just sign guys, and I don't know where the money comes from. But yeah, it's weird. Oh, well, and if the secondary does really need help, I'm sure Gilmore will be in the trade block in the middle of the season, so we can go get him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, someone else just, I thought was wanted out Xavier Howard in Miami, who is all pro, I think, or, or at least pro bowl just said he wants out of Miami. He's a corner. So I'm sure we'll go sign him too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is we still have Kirk. So, uh, 
More to come on that later. I mean, twins. Embarrassing. Now they're fighting with Buxton. Um, I don't know. That's about all I got. For I, I, yeah, are I, they I, even I, worth ever talking about? That's the thing, too. The All-Star game, Buxton and Trout, even though they're injured, will still make the All-Star team. And if they if those two don't play, the AL is going to look a lot worse. Buxton will probably run into the wall anyways. Yeah, why? I don't understand the whole thing. I think it's very safe to say the Twins are the worst organization in baseball. They're from the GMs, the president, to the coaching. They don't even know what to do with an injured player who's hurt every year. This shouldn't be a big deal. They know how to, He's hurt four to five times a year. They know how to handle it. Goes down to the Saints, crushes it. They fly him to Seattle, and then they tell him he's still hurt. Well, what'd you fly him to Seattle for? Right. It it I I don't I don't get it. And also like if he's healthy enough to play a whole game in the tri- in AAA, why can't he play a whole game for the other? Yeah. For the because guess what, the Twins are a AAA team basically, so it's, yes. he's he'd be and right where he was. Because yeah, all the guys that are supposed to be in the major league teams are in there on their AAA team trying to get back to healthy. Which at that point, just let him play. Like I, I don't know. If he if he gets in a game and he realizes he's hurt, he'll like take him out. But having him jog around the bases for the Saints, as fun as it is for those fans, it's not helpful to anybody. Well, to it's him, not like we need to... I was going to say, it's not like we need to save him for the playoffs or anything. I mean, right. if he's going to get hurt, let him get hurt. <laughs> That's so true. Sad, but true. There's literally no one on the Twins, except for the couple rookies they've brought up this... Forget the young guys they brought up this year. Jeffers has been playing well, actually, in the last month or so. Yeah, but whatever. He's Cruz is still hovering around 300. But it's just it's, it's and actually Polanco's been a lot better too. Kepler, but again, it doesn't awful. matter. So no, Kepler, Kepler's on the Saints too right now, and he and playing bad. Well, he's a career 200 hitter. I think he, I think, he's I think a, people forget he's a 100 hitter in AAA right now. So yeah, I think people. Forget. I mean, it doesn't matter how many runs they scored. The 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 pitching, they have guys out there pitching I've literally never heard of, and I we follow the Twins pretty closely. Some of these relievers they bring up, I have never even heard of them in my life. I, no. I don't even – some guy pitched the other day and blew the lead. I, I don't even remember his name because it was the first time I'd ever heard it, ever. Well, I mean, it's actually – I don't have any problem with it because at least it's a new guy blowing the lead and they just don't keep going back <laughs> to the same guys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out what J. Happ, J.A. Happ has on – I mean, I don't know how he could have pictures on anyone. He's new to the team. But clearly he's got something because they signed him and uh, – whatever. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Um they just, I, I don't know what, they just, the last thing I'll say, um, they just really thought that they could do exactly what they did last year, sign a bunch of guys to one-year contracts and hope they worked out. And they just, they got lucky. They, they hit the lottery on a bunch of those guys last year that, that had borderline right. career years, and they thought they'd get the same out of these guys this year. But I, I, it's just a ridiculous expectation. Like, it, they, I don't know if they remember, but it didn't work out last year either. They were bounced yeah, for the 19th consecutive. Everyone was, I mean, hurt and whatever, but, and just choked by the end of the year. But yeah. Do we still have a soccer team? They actually play tomorrow. Okay. Because I, I'd I like to at like some point say. guys are playing for the national teams. At some point, I'd like to get back to what a horrible organization they are, too. But I guess. They're back on the pitch tomorrow, I believe. Why does the MLS play during the Euros? I don't. That's what I was gonna say. We have three guys now. How we, we have, have three guys on European national they, teams? Yeah, they stretch the season out over ten months with like monster breaks. No wonder no one's interested or keep can keep track. Well, that's that's how the Premier League works. It's just soccer in general. Well, we're not uh, we're not used to the Premier League, so we're I'm not just saying that's not. Europe. Yeah, I I get that. We're not we're saying. not European. But the MLS is the only league playing during all the international right games. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. We have, we have somehow some way we have three guys on national teams, but we have three guys on national teams, so I don't That's know. That's okay. What... We we suck anyways. It's fine. That's true. Is there well, if we have three guys, then the team we're playing should have ten, so we should win. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's true. Uh, they may not even be able to field a team. Honestly, God, is there? There's not one sport we can talk about with positivity. We just talked about a. Oh. With Minnesota, I think there's positive. I think the Vikings have had a good off season. I think that was well. Positive. They haven't, yeah, because they don't play and lose. I mean, yes. Well, I just sure, yeah. I think they had a good off season. 
And That's I, a true I Minnesota the wild, fan. The Wild, you know, they lost in seven, but I thought it was a very uh, good season. Man. Yuck. Do something for us once. I don't know. I, I was happy with their season. No, because then next year we're going to have to we're going to have to compete with Phil McCracken. I mean, and then they're probably going to be, you know, unreal because they're getting everyone's best players. They don't uh, get everyone's best players. Golden, or Golden State. Uh, uh, the Golden Knights had a really but, good team after expansion. Great team. Yeah, but you had never heard of any of those guys besides Fleury. And we had already talked, obviously. But, they, I mean, there was guys on their team um, – Marcia so had never had like a 10 goal season. He went to play for Vegas. He scored 30. Like th- their success was not because of the individual players. They just built a very good organization, um, mm. which Seattle may do the same, but you're not going to look at the Seattle roster when it's drafted and be like, Oh, they're, they're going to be tough. Like there's some big, them. there's some big names available. We might. Well, and the Knights have proved that a, a fantastic goal. It can carry you far. Like yeah. without flurry, so, they would not be anywhere near this. Do you there think is. there's it's any? Because he was so bad last year. Like I, he just, I don't know what happened. I wonder what is happened. Is there any coincidence that Colorado was bombs and Dubnik's on Colorado? I'm just asking yeah. for, for a friend. They should never have lost to Vegas. I do, I, I do not. I don't think Vegas is very good. I really don't. Colorado chokes every yeah. single every year. Every year. Every year. I just really don't think Vegas. And I get this is crazy to say because they had tied with Colorado for the best record in the in the league, but I just do not think they're very good. I, I just don't. They don't impress me when they're out there. I don't know. No, I can't. I think, I, think I think the Islanders are a team of destiny. I know they're down 2-1 right now, but I think I think it's theirs. I think they're going to come back, and I think it's theirs. I think it's I think pretty sad when Tampa's a juggernaut in hockey and we suck. It's just I'm just saying. It's, there's something wrong about that. Yeah, I don't put any stock in where teams are located if they're professional. We're the state of hockey, except for the teams that are here. Okay, go ahead. Continue. I digress. Well, Texas is the state of football, and they have Dallas. Yeah, and Houston, who suck. I just don't think where you're physically located as a professional team matters. In in terms of is really? your state. Tell that to Zion Williams. Indiana is the state of basketball, and they have the Pacers. Tampa's good because they got Stamkos in that draft. And that's, I mean, and then, they've, and then they got Kucherov and, you know. Zion Williamson. They're not good because they're in Tampa. We're not bad because we're in Minnesota or going to be good because we're in Minnesota. It's totally different. We should be. I don't know. It's how I feel, I guess. What? I mean, is there, literally, is there another sport I'm missing out there? The U.S. Open. Oh, my God. Louis Oostenhausen. Is that your pick? Is he even in it? I don't even know. I have no idea. Drew follows it. Drew's in these USA or US Open pit, uh, pools and stuff, golf pools. Who'd you get this week? Usain Hazen's actually one back from the lead. He always is. Drew? Hold on. I lo- I'm, hold on. You don't know who you picked? I do, but you're coming out of my computer speakers right now, not my headphone. Well, uh, whose fault is that? I don't know. I'm trying to reconnect, but I guess, can you hear me? <laughs> we yeah. can hear you. All right, cool. Well, I guess that's fine then. Just, I don't want. Whatever. Um, I actually took Brooks and Bryson. That's interesting. Is that a law firm? No, it's just a fun feud. I figured I was going to... Honestly, you ha- you can only take Brooks in the majors because he doesn't care Especially about any other... Open. Yeah, exactly. So I was always going to take Brooks in the U.S. Open. I had had him earmarked for this tournament all year. And then I hadn't taken Bryson yet. I hadn't taken Rory yet. Um, Patrick Reed I hadn't taken. What about take- John Rahm? I had taken Rom. He got me like a fourth place earlier in the year. What about Louis Ustenhausen? I had not taken him. I, I, it looks like I should have, um, although I never would have. So don't feel bad about that. Um, I hadn't taken Rory, but he's been playing like crap. I had taken Spieth and Thomas already. So I was like, you know what? Brooks and Bryson, this is a tournament they both excel in. They hate each other right now. So I'm going to be paying attention to them both anyways. I also think they're both going to play pretty well. So I just I went with it. You get the money that they earn, so you have to pick the better players in the tournaments that pay more, obviously. So I was like, you know, I always save the bigger guys for the, the bigger tournaments, so this seemed like a good opportunity to use a couple big shooters. And I mean, what, they've combined for four out of the last five or three out of the last four or whatever, so it couldn't hurt. I don't know. But I have Bryson was at the driving range, hitting his driver at 
8.35 p.m. last night. Good. He played like crap. He's back to even par already today. You know, if any other sport players practice as much as golfers did, I, I, I think golfers practice too much. Because clearly it doesn't matter for most of them because some of them never win and I they mean, continue to practice. Brooks it. never practices. Yeah. He only yeah. tries in the majors. And I respect that. I, I think just, a lot of people respect that. Yeah, to go, to I think a lot of people like that about him. Yeah, these other guys, it's, it's pointless. Like, what's the point? I um, haven't picked Justin Johnson yet either. i got to figure out when I'm going to use him. Is he there? Yeah, he's playing with Rory and Justin Rose. And Justin Rose is like in like dead last place. He is? That's weird. He's, I think he's third to last, maybe. Legitimately, he's 11 over, I think. Didn't Seal write a song about him? He's tied for third to last. He is tied, right? I, I looked at that earlier. You know Seal, the dude that used to be married to Heidi Klum? Yes. What about Didn't he write a song about him? Um, Justin Rose. About his brother, Jordan Rose. Oh, Kissed by a Rose? Yeah. I don't think it was Justin. I think Seal, I thought, was a big golf fan, so I figured it was Justin. Huge Jason. golf fan. I think, I think that's how they met. They met through Justin. Seal and Justin. Heidi brother. Klum? No. Oh. The, Rose, the other confused. Rose. Yeah. Oh, because... I I yeah uh, I got confused. Starting to figure it out. A little bit. <laughs> um, there. All right. Well, I mean, it's hell in the cell in rest at, at WWE SmackDown tonight. I don't know. That's big news. You don't see hell. Why is it on today? Friday? Uh, Friday Night SmackDown is always Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, I thought you said. Hence the name Friday. It's Night not Smackdown. the Hell in a Cell pay per view. No, it's that's that's the ironic thing. They're doing Hell in a Cell tonight on SmackDown. Oh, that's that's interesting. It is. WWE's coming back to Minneapolis in July. What what's the um problem is I what's the to... uh the situation nowadays over there with, with stadiums and whatnot? Uh, uh for the they're still in the Thunderdome, which I've been a part no, of several I, I times. Meant, I meant uh, Oh in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh I think in the next few weeks the twins will be at full capacity, which means the ten thousand oh. people dumb enough to go. Yeah, yeah. So half uh, capacity. They it, it's yeah, it's about as Saints are I think get creeping up to their full but again if you're dumb enough to go because it's not quite like the old Saints game, I don't care what they tell anybody, it's not the same. Uh I guess the links uh They won last night, didn't they? I got that. Yeah, yeah. They could be um I'm not sure what the what it is for indoors yet. I th- I think everything's done. I mean you can you were here. You don't need a no, master. The sports it always felt like was lagging behind for some reason. Well, they just announced we're having the state fair in full, so. Yeah. That, I mean. We hit we hit seventy percent of people in New York have been vaccinated. That's kind of a lot, actually. That's uh, that was the goal here. Yeah, I think that's well, that's the presidential goal. That's why. So I think every state kind of has that goal, except for Florida. They want seventy percent of people not vaccinated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Well, Florida's a weird case study because they sort of opened up and their numbers weren't any different really in, in you know per capita because obviously it's only because you could be outside in florida yeah no i i agree i It'd be yeah. sweet to be you, what are you gonna do sit outside in january <laughs> in minnesota yeah no i there's everywhere it was warm stayed relatively okay everywhere that was cold got bad again i think pretty much the airport here is the only place left you have to wear a mask yeah here it's just subways and public transportation you don't even have to when you get your hair cut. Certain places are still making you, which is strange to me. Um, but like even like Starbucks, it's like if you're vaccinated, it's it's optional. They don't even ask. I think uh, you can't. I think McDonald's still, you can't go inside of McDonald's for some odd reason. You couldn't go inside Star, some Starbucks until like a week ago, too. But Caribou here was the same thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's, I, think, I that's, think it was almost more like just cheaper for them to not have people in there. But I think McDonald's is still on that. It's probably honestly cheaper for them. They probably get the same amount of business, don't have to deal with extra people to clean and whatever. Like, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no more masks. You still have to wear them on the subway, which is like the one place I don't want to wear it because the subway's already gross and crammed and packed enough. Right. right. What uh, What do we have left to talk about? In the final five minutes. Drew, uh, how's your Euros team doing? I awful. I mean, I yeah, not awful, but it was like I, I never had a chance. I never had a chance. Freaking Austria and Scotland, like ridiculous. 
Ridiculous. Austria, Austria won their first game. They won their first game. They lost their second one to the Netherlands. Austria will probably make it through to the next round, but that's it. I mean, Scotland's got no shot. You want to hear another baseball story? I'll keep the names out to protect the guilty. Sounds like you're going to tell it anyway, so go ahead. No, I asked if you want to. Okay, I'll go so, ahead. By some weird circumstances, I had to coach first base in the third place game. And there's a play at first where the first baseman had to stretch for it and came off the base. Allegedly, the ump calls him out. Right away, I was on top of the umpire and said, ump, please, sir, you have to go ask the other guy, see if he had a view. He goes, no problem, coach. As he's walking by me, the player walks by me about five feet from the ump and says, coach, what are you doing? I was out. I'm like, uh, you just go stand on the base right now. He goes, no, but I was out. I'm like, could you just maybe shut up for a second till the ump walks by? They, the other thing, <laughs> you can't even about, make it up. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is I, I saw the final well, out. The story real quick, oh, sorry, and then we'll get to the final out. So he and the first baseman are talking about how he was out, and they all three umpires get together, and the longer they talk, I'm thinking, oh my god, this might work. Sure enough, they point to the base, safe. And our player, who um, will rename nameless, but Sam will know who he is, and it's not shocking coming from him, uh, is shaking his head how the ump got it wrong. He was safe, though. Can't make it up. Go ahead. Whatever, what ended up happening. For the record, he was totally out, but... And they let him stay on the base? Oh, yeah. They, called, they said, yep, he absolutely well, I, thought, I didn't know if maybe the guy was going to try and talk the up out of it. Be like, Listen, <laughs> oh, I, he was. He was like, I can't believe this. I was out. Um, I, mean, yeah. okay, I saw the final out of your third place game. Yes. The first base coach of the other team did not look happy. Oh, did you see it? Was that, did they show that? Well, I saw, I don't know who took the video. It was apparent okay. that I think the, <laughs> the Twitter account reposted it. And the first thing I saw, so I see kid strikes out. And yeah. then you guys, are not you, but the players run onto the field. So I'm watching the players. Like, all there, I can but... see is the first base coach going ballistic. Okay, so... now, what in the world is he yelling about? Okay, so first of all, uh, he, t- he took his hat and whipped it. At yep. which time, you saw he was a rather, st- I mean, he made me look kind of dainty. Yeah, he did. As he takes his hat out and whips it, he um, revealed a stunning man bun that we had no <laughs> idea was under that hat. So that was the first thing. I, that is the God's honest truth. Like shaved head, tiny man bun with the with the uh, rubber band. We're like, whoa! But uh, it's too bad there wasn't audio. He was swearing like I've never heard before, and just all over the ump. And the ump did turn and look at him. Now the first base ump still had to run by him, and he was swearing till the guys left the left the dugout or left the you know behind. About what? Just that final strike call? He thought, he thought that was a bad time to open up the strike zone. Well, first of all, there was 31 runs scored. <laughs> like, literally, you know that. I'm 30-some yeah. hits, 34, 35 hits. 19 errors. I, I think 12 errors. Uh, maybe they had seven. We probably had seven. Probably 14 to 15 errors. The strike zone should have been open two hours prior, yeah. by the way. You guys had to get home. That's the yeah. only reason we're doing this show on Friday. Oh, right. Uh, oh, my God. But he went... I, I'm I'm actually surprised they didn't. I don't know if they write a report or whatever because it was it was beyond like it was like it was verbal abuse if I've ever seen it. It was crazy how he was screaming at. Him. Like at that point you would have thought, okay, it's it, whatever, we're done. Sam, if you pull up the cadets baseball, I just watched the video. I couldn't see the man bun because it was from uh, too far away. Left field. Went ballistic, just, and that was right. You see him. You see the hat hit the ground, yep. and then he, he picks. You see him. You see him start yelling, and then you see him pick it up, and then you see him just start pointing and yelling and pointing and yes. yelling and pointing and yelling. Meanwhile, you guys are just celebrating, like you said. The other base umps just run right by him. The well, and the the well, best the part, third base coach didn't do anything. He didn't care. Yeah, the best, third base coach you can see me him. walking. Like right now, I'm right by him as he's swearing. You'll see me if you. Oh, I cut off. It doesn't last forever. Like 15 no, seconds. but like we, I was a foot from. That, that was the cool part. Where at least we were on that side where we could hear the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why I knew you would know. I was. Like, oh my god. I, I, had to, I almost forgot to ask you. Yeah, I mean, it was like of all the call. There were so many of those calls during the game, and uh, yeah, he. I think. I think it, the the entire season must have built up to that uh, frustrating moment for that guy. Yeah, I have to imagine there was that was more than just that one call. 
Yeah, I, I think the oh, my only regret is I didn't have a man bun too. So I don't wear a hat unless it's like really cold and rainy and snowy. But when I coach first base, you have to be in uniform. So I had to wear a hat for that game. Did um, you have a hard hat for you? No, Coach Inge wears the white helmets. <clears throat> one of those. I, first of all, they're too hot. Second of all, I don't need one. I made some pretty incredible plays at the VFW game yesterday, but that's a whole different conversation. At third base. Much to the surprise. But anyway, oh, God, he was – he was, and he was, like, chasing the guy. That's the fastest he had walked. <laughs> was literally, there was a point where I was a foot from him, and he just kind of looked at me, and I just kept going I'm te- up. I'm seeing where you guys are at. I'm texting Sam. Sam, I'm like, Sam, your game's already done? He's like, yeah, we won. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, where's Dad? And he's, like, still playing. I was like, still playing. My game started almost like, an hour after Dad's goes, and finished now it's 14, 14. the hours before us. Those yeah. updates had to be insane to watch. I, I can't even I, imagine. Sam was, I was getting them through Sam. Sam was like, yeah, it's 14-11. He goes, all right, now it's 14-14. I was like, what is going on? He goes, it's 15-14. So. <laughs> it was 14. It was 4 nothing right away. And then we were down 5-4. Yeah. It was just, it was, I think at one point we were down 7-5. Textal hit a ball over the, I've never, I, it, it, I'm guessing 4-50 minimum to tie it. And then I don't remember if we took the lead. Then they took. Let's just say, and again, names will remain nameless. Our winning pitcher gave up eight runs in the the last two, the last two innings. Our winning pitcher gave up eight runs. <laughs> so well, you scored sixteen in the first game, three in the second, and then fifteen in and the third. Sixteen, both games. Six. Yeah, and the two teams that we beat. So we played the number one seed, who had only lost two games in the season. The two games they lost was to Sartell, who we scored 16 runs on. So we scored 16 runs on the top, those two teams. It was uh, great pitching. No, we actually, it was great hitting. I, it was a, uh, it was a cluster to say. The By least. the way, Bryson is on absolute fire right now. I'm sure he'll collapse in, a, yeah. in about 10 minutes, but he's four under through his last four holes. Well, so. I was, I watched a little bit yesterday, his opening tee shot. He hit it in the bunker and then everyone collapsed. It just goes so far. People are just like, wow. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't know if they're clapping because they hate him or if they just didn't see where the ball was. Uh, it's probably both, honestly. It's got to yeah. be both. I don't, I don't think he's very. That's why, I, that's why I was like, I got to pick both of them. Because I was like, if I don't, I was going to pick Brooks the whole time. I was like, if I don't pick Bryson, I'm going to pick somebody kind of random, like Patrick Reed or, I don't know, Paul Casey. I was like, going to pick somebody stupid and random. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be seeing watching him all weekend <laughs> to see what he does because he's so freaking weird and he's got the stupid feud of Brooks right now. Well, they're going to be paired together. And then... I got I hope so. I was praying. I actually sent in my submission email. I was like, I'm trying to manifest a Sunday pairing between the two of them. Well, the they were going to pair them together the first two days, and then Bryson said no. Yeah, exactly. I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I got to pick both of them. I have to. So before we go, I think this is the stat lane that the Twins need. The winning pitcher for STA in the third place game, two innings pitched, eight runs given, eight runs, like ten hits, probably four walks, and a win. That's the stat line, the Twins. It sounds like a – well, no, the Twins pitcher. The only difference is they don't get the win. Two innings, eight runs. I can't even tell you how many hits. And uh, he got the win, so – Kind of tells you how the game went and why you guys were following like ping pong balls on the <coughs> on Twitter. I I don't even I Sam must have been following that way. I was just following. Well, I could watch you guys talk on my watch, but I couldn't respond. It was pretty funny. Like, oh my god, what's going on? Oh my, now it's fifteen four or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, Sam was very matter of fact about it. I was like, all right, what what's happening? I didn't even know you were playing. That was the other thing. That so yeah, not only yeah, I realized. Playing, I realized like an hour later after my like fourth update that you didn't know Dad was supposed to play that night, so I had to fill you in that they lost. Well, if we would have won, we won. Well, then, then uh, the last inning, runner on third. I think I told you this. Runner on third, one out. Balls crushed to the outfield. The same guy that told the umpire he was safe, I mean out, forgot the tag. So I'm thinking, okay, this is finally gonna end. And then the next guy gets a two out hit to take the lead once again which you saw then oh my god now they have the lead so it was um yeah so not only did i not know you were playing when the first <laughs> score update i was given was 11 to 9 or whatever i was like okay, this is what was going on yeah no it was uh it was tough after well, 12 hours in jordan it was time congratulations to on your your third place uh yeah 
Not it was not a state championship. championship, but it's a it's a respectable follow up show. Well, the championship is going to stay in the conference with Matamide. There's no question about that. So pretty pretty interesting that two two teams from our conferences were the final four teams. Yeah. Who did they? Who, so who'd you lose to that they then have to play? Grand Rapids. They're going to oh, absolutely. Right. No offense to our friends in Grand Rapids if we have any, but it's not going to go well. Well, the extra day off is so huge too. Well, Matamide burned the top two pitchers, but they, that's not going to matter. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Apples to Apples. Uh, hopefully, it's not so hot next week. It's so oh, hot. Oh, I think Hideki, I think Hideki Matsuyama just drilled a fan. Oh no! It looks like it snuck by him all. It, somebody reacted as if they got hit with. A Don't they have netty? At golf tournaments? No. Oh, they're, I thought they're under risk. Well, yeah, I thought it was the pitcher no. for the Yankees. No, that's that's, that's Matsui. No, Matsuyama. Oh, okay. So wait, 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 wait. I don't know if you've ever watched the LPGA, Ladies yes. Professional Golfers Association. Ninety-nine, no, ninety-eight point two percent are Korean. Sure. Why aren't the, there's ninety? Why aren't there so many Korean men golfers? Uh, they, I don't know. Okay, thanks. Go to Korea. I mean, it's a fair question, isn't it? All three ladies that are tied for first are American. I didn't even know they were playing in what. Okay, who is that? Al Duncan, Lindy Duncan, Nelly Corda, and Marina Alex. Well, in fairness, the Cordas are Czechoslovakian of Czechoslovakian nature. Their dad, Peter Corder. But but Inji Chun is fourth. Of course. But no, isn't that weird? There's all the Korean female golfers, but no. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good point. Molinaro related to the other Molinaro? I, it must be. Some sort of cousin. So, the guy's Molinari. Uh, <laughs> as I was saying, this has been another edition of Apples to Apples. I think we're going to be back at a nighttime version next week, hopefully. We got Sam and I next weekend will be in Bird Island, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, we got to not do it over the weekend. You got a king-size bed for us, buddy, at the, at the hotel. <laughs> yep. Got a little fire, fireplace suite and one king-size bed. Should be a party. Better be at the casino. It is at the casino. Of course it is. What happened Jack. to the sheep shed? Uh, the sheep shed made a mistake and was supposed to block several rooms and somehow got rid of them. And uh, so only a few of the members got into the sheep shed. So Sam and I are going to be at the casino. Well, sounds like you guys made out on top. Yeah, we'll be all right. Wait. Okay, where's that from? Drew, look at the uh, no, we're good. header of the Cadet Baseball Twitter account. I'm all. I must be photogenic. I'm all over the. Tour. I wouldn't say this is photogenic. I. I think you look could. like the hunchback of. No, well, I had to bend over. I'm tall. I didn't want the. It's not the me. worst picture I've seen of you, but it's certainly not the best. Well, that was okay. Let me just paint a picture. Twelve hours in Jordan, sweating up a storm, and. Uh, Ingi looks fine. Yeah, Ingi doesn't sweat. I'm. Yeah, it was hot. And kids have been crying on my shoulder, but yeah. I'm in a lot of the Twitter pictures, which is just weird. And Can you wrap not- this thing up? Yeah, we're done. See you next week. Bye. Yeah.